You're listening to Welcome to Marvel and Makeup. I'm Quincy. And I'm Kay. And this is a podcast where I teach Quincy a little bit about Marvel. And I teach Kay a little bit about makeup. Watch out. There are MCU spoilers ahead. Like major. Major, major spoilers. Because we're in phase three, y'all. Um, and today our guest is writer and producer who was a 2017 finalist for TV One screenwriting competition, which led her to writing on their 2019 movie of the week, Deadly Dispatch. She also rose to the role of vice president of content acquisitions and development at 1195, but now spends time her now spends time on her first love screenwriting. Please welcome. Welcome back, Charday. Yes, our first repeat guest back. Yes. And yes, and we're into phase three. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, that bio needs to be updated. I should probably I am back at 1195 doing just acquisitions now. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> you heard it that here. Everyone, <laughs> you know what? They wanted her back just like we wanted her back because she's too good to not have around. True, true. And, <laughs> and the thing is, we're in phase three and we're mixing it up. Um, this will be our third episode of phase three because our first two episodes, one is was a recap of phase one and phase two. And the second one was a watch along of the Civil War Captain trailer. America Civil War trailer, because yeah. as we all know now, Quincy knows now, Civil War is such a huge movie. Um, Charday was even mentioning how people talk about how it's not a Captain America movie, it's an Avengers movie because there's so yeah. many characters in it. Yeah, yeah it's a con- it's a cantankerous thing with all of the super nerds at the MCU. <laughs> They're like, this is an Avengers movie. And I'm like, I don't care. It's from it's from Captain America's point of view. True. Steve. So therefore it is his film. And also, you know, <laughs> that's how they build it. <laughs> Captain America, yeah. Civil, War. America um, Civil War, which, you know, because it is a, a big movie with a lot of characters, I tend to like those. So for me, this is my favorite Captain America movie. Um, but to start I off, think this might be my new favorite Marvel movie. Oh, be- oh nice. Yeah. OK, yeah, but more on that later. Let's go into context. OK, yeah. When was so this movie made? It was, came out in 2016 and I believe it was May. I forgot to get the exact date, um, but it was directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, who also did Winter Soldier um, and written by Mark Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, who did Winter Soldier, uh, the first Captain America. And they, later on, they do uh, both with the Russos. They did the later Avenger movies. Um, some things that happened in 2016, uh, Beyonce released her Lemonade uh, music video and album. Wow. That was such a moment. Um, I remember everyone after that was like, we're dressing in yellow and we have uh, bats and we're going yeah. around. <laughs> um, yeah. With vengeance. Um, so yeah, speaking of Avengers, um, and then that was also the year Hamilton won 11 Tony awards. Wow. wow. Yeah. 11. So I haven't seen it. <laughs> Still have not seen either. No. It's I on did, Disney plus. <laughs> it's on Disney plus. I believe it's supposed yeah. to be at the Pantages in August. Oh yeah. You know um, what? I'm Hamilton though. I, uh, I turned it on 
And then I realized that they didn't, they never stopped singing. Oh no, no. Yeah. It doesn't have a book. It just keeps going. It's all music. And then I turned it off. (laughs) I I like musicals. I come from a theater background, but I need, I need some dialogue and then some music and some dialogue and some music. So I was out. Okay. That's funny. I love that. You're not a, you're not an opera, opera, you know, operatic operatic type musical where it's just, just all, all uh, songs. uh songs yeah oh and just to backtrack real fact uh, real fast it came out may 6 2016 cool so early yeah. part of 2016 um another thing that came out that year was um alicia keys that was started- five years ago sorry i just did the math that was five years ago five that years feels ago. like decades ago decades wow. ago <laughs> We're getting, we're getting longer and longer as we get closer oh, wow. and closer. No, it really does. Oh man. Okay. Sorry, Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys uh started uh the kind of the no makeup movement where she started making appearances where she had no makeup. Um though people later on was like, oh, she had a little bit of makeup, but that was kind of like her her trying to be like, you know, more like part of the natural beauty movement. Sure. So I thought that That's was cool. um you know, interesting since we're a Marvel makeup podcast. Um, And I didn't know this, but for three months in 2016, Tom Hiddleston dated uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I think I know this. Yeah, I totally missed that. This was huge on both this, the Swifty side and the MCU side. We finally were waiting to connect and we did for three beautiful months. (laughs) Are you a Swifty? I am shining. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yeah. are. Mm. Yeah, it was great. It, they they had a good tongue in cheek relationship. He wore a I love TS shirt on the beach, and it was just to be funny because I think everyone was just kind of like, "What?" Because um, Loki has really strong stands, like really strong. Stands. <laughs> really, no one wants to see Tom Hiddleston happy. I'm just kidding. They want to <laughs> see him happy. They just want him to be happy with them. With them, yeah, I yeah. am it's not funny. a Loki. Stand. So I can accept that he um, he actually dates a black woman now, which I thought was so Ooh. great. I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Well, <laughs> she's beautiful. Yeah. So those were a few things that happened in 2016, just to get your mind in that zone. Um, oh, I will say that Beyonce. Uh, you know, she she came and did, and did lemonade uh, that released lemonade that year, but she also did the Super Bowl again. I don't know, guys, if you remember mm-hmm. that it was when Coldplay was playing, and then she did like she, like she was part of the second half where she was like she came out and did formation, and she yep. kind of she almost tripped, but then like recovered, and I was just like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Um, so yeah, so that was parts uh, some of the things that were happened in 2016. Oh. Um, but you know, let's dive in to civil war because this movie is huge um you know it's the third captain america movie um it came out is the first movie of phase three um which was the last movie of phase two was ant-man um but this gets kind of like right into the crux of like the avengers and kind of what their relationship is going to be going into phase three you know we start out in lagos where you kind of see uh the kind of the the team captain cap team cap kind of like uh doing their thing and 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 showing how they work together and and wanda learning how to use her powers um and 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 i think this also is important because it kind of later you know it kind of builds to how like wanda feels so guilty and kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, 
shameful for like how she started out as an Avenger and how like as she's trying to learn her powers um, that she, she doesn't have control over people. them. Yeah. 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 Um, Which definitely comes down the line. I, I know you, you watched WandaVision, right? Sade? Yes. I obsessed with WandaVision. It's really I'm, great. Yeah. I think I'm going to be obsessed with WandaVision mostly because as I was watching this, I was one obsessed. I love Wanda's powers. Mm. And I'm obsessed yeah. with vision. Like he's yes. just such a quirky personality that I want to see more, especially because he's not your typical, I don't know, uh, superhero proto uh, archetype. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this was kind of the first time we saw him as a character. Mm-hmm. Whereas when we met him in Ultron, he was kind of like, I'm this new entity and I'm kind of just learning what this is all about. And now we kind of get the idea of his character is kind of like that classic kind of like, robot computer trying to be a human android trying to learn what means to be human um so you know he had some really great moments i remember you know him coming through the wind the the wall and him being like oh i thought that that was was okay the door was open yeah Yeah. wait Um, sure i want to know what your hot take was on this because uh why uh what your citizen's take is on this about them whether the importance of the movie or uh why you love this movie so much Oh, well, um, I always get a lot of flack for this, but I know I'm right. Uh, <laughs> the there's it, it an A, B and C story to this film, which is to all of the Marvel films. But this one in particular has really great A, B and C story. The A story being there's these accords because the Avengers are uh, violating um, sovereign countries and then kind of walking in there. Not kind of. They're destroying these countries. They're trying to do their mission, save the job. If people are dying, as we saw in Lagos. Um, with Wanda accidentally destroying a whole building and killing a lot of people. Um, that's the A story. And then we have this really great B story where we all we know is that this guy, this Russian, is on a mission. We don't know what the mission is, but he's doing something. And, and he is going around to different countries, formulating this plan. And then we have this really great running C story, which is uh, a thread back from Winter Soldier, which is Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier, what's going on here? We get introduced to... Uh, Black Panther. So we've got a really great A, B, and C stories mm-hmm. here. But the A story is what the most controversial part is for me because I firmly believe that Tony Stark is absolutely right about oh, the part. Mm-hmm. So would you consider see yourself Team Iron Man in this? Oh, always. In this? oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Interesting. And he's right. And he's absolutely right because they needed to be oversaw. And did it have to be a government in, um, you know, oversight through America? No. I mean, was he completely right? No. But something had to be done. They were going into sovereign countries, especially sovereign countries, people of color, um, it's, it's mm-hmm. like in Africa and like in Lagos. And um, they were destroying it. And, and they weren't informing the governments there. Like, hey, we're coming and there's missionaries in your, or not missionaries, there there's bad guys in your, your city, your country, we're going to come, by the way, we're going to come and, and this might happen and let me work with you or, hey, you guys can handle yourself. They weren't really entrusting that these governments could take care of issues. They kind of just ran in there with this like savior complex saying mm-hmm. we're going to take care of it. It's fine. And then destroying these properties and leaving and these people have to rebuild. It's a big thread for WandaVision. So keep that in mind. Um, when we talk about going back to where I, the last time I was here, Adrian Ultron with they literally destroyed Sircovia, literally yeah. destroyed that entire city. Um, so I, I firmly believe that <laughs> sometimes you have to have a little oversight and that people can go too far. And Tony knows this because Tony made a career off of working with other companies and industries and countries. Like, yes, he was a 
warlord at the first um and selling weaponry but he knew what the reality was like you someone has to take control of this or someone the wrong person will take control of this mm-hmm. i also see cap side coming from winter soldier and you know how hydra being infiltrated within shield was a big blow for him and everything yeah, he believed created in. that distrust in him for large you know entities right so i love this because they're both technically right but tony is more right. <laughs> okay. I on that. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Cool. Cool. I yeah. love that take. Kate, did you, do you have a side? Um, well, I, I, um, symbolically for this week, I am team cap. That's why I wore blue eyeshadow. And you're red. Yeah. Oh, Yes, yes. A little bit of red. Mm-hmm. Oh, on the lipstick, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, but the eyeshadow represents my team capness for this week. Because I agree, both sides are uh, right in their own way. Um, but, you know, from this side, uh, this from this week when I watched it, I was like, I think I'm more team cap this week. Just because, mm-hmm. you know, even though Tony was right, I believe Tony is right about the oversight, um, you know, it cap was still digging like deeper and wanting to he wasn't reacting well it's interesting he was acting emotionally but at the same time you know at the end it it was it was tony that was just like i don't care i don't i don't care that he couldn't he couldn't he couldn't control he's doing i'm going to go after him right now 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 that i know the truth um but yeah i was i mean to that point, though, Kay, and that's the the B story uh, and C story that we were talking about. The reveal, again, spoiler alert, is that Bucky, under Winter Soldier, obviously, and under you know, you know, distress, mm-hmm. he killed Tony's parents. He killed yes, them. He, he killed, killed them. them. Yes. Um, whether he was under control or not, the end result is that Tony lost both his mother and his father. And to me, <laughs> Cap. Cap, you really need to listen to me, Captain America. Omissions are lies. It's the same thing. Mm. Um, as if you're going to call me a friend but, and say, but we're then family, he, he we're did friends. fess up to that. In the end, he fessed up to when that. he got caught. <laughs> he mm. should have done it a long time ago. If we're going to be friends and coworkers yeah. and call ourselves Avengers and we're a team and we'll lose together and win together. And, but you know that your best friend killed my parents. We are not friends. If you don't tell me that, that mm. is insane. Mm. I can understand like Tony is, is entitled to process the death of his parents any way he wants to. Mm. I would kick your ass too. If I found out your best friend killed my mama, like I, and I deserve to. <laughs> like, <laughs> so cap was wrong because in, in my head and we're in his head, he's saying, Oh, he did it to protect Tony. No, you did it to protect yourself. Cause you didn't want to face that fact that your friend did that to another person and that you were afraid of the consequences that came with that, which is Tony kicking your ass in my opinion. Mm. Um, so I, I really feel t- Tony was right in that regard too. If you tell me five seconds before, but yep. he didn't even tell him he yeah. saw, he had to watch it on the TV screen. Yeah. He didn't even stop him and say, wait, let's talk about this. You mm. let me watch your friend kill my parents. So you didn't even tell me. And that's, that's really awful of Captain America as someone who's supposed to be this like token to speak in of leadership and truth and power and honesty and loyalty. He dropped the ball and he has, he did make amends for it. You'll see later, but he really just hid from that problem. And mm-hmm. I always say when you run away from problems like that, cause you're afraid of how the other person reacts, it doesn't make them a bad person for reacting. It makes you a bad person for not allowing them to have the space to to react. <laughs> like, well, yeah. see, and and well, he, okay, 
<laughs> good points. Good points. But I will say because of the switch in their character arcs, you know, Tony started yeah. out kind of pretty much like the rebel, like even a yeah. Avengers. She's just like, what's your plan of attack? My plan is attack. Like he, Tony has come off as that hothead, you know, in yep. previous movies, but now he is more of the, like the follower and he's getting on board with, you know, the, bureaucracy of it all cap yeah exact opposite started mm-hmm. out the soldier started out the you know following the orders and then once hydra he realized hydra had been in shield the whole time totally threw him off of that and and then he started questioning everything so yeah. i feel like I, the thing is is like i i totally understand that like that's such a dark thing to keep from tony but at the same time he it's almost like even you're right, even though he did, he was trying to be the shining example of like, we're a team, we lose together, we um, we win together. I, I think he at some point he didn't truly trust Tony enough to know that information. Like, I feel like right. if he had told Tony at some point, but it would have been like a race even earlier for Tony being like, Oh, you were telling me that now I'm going to go after Bucky. And then absolutely. like, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what, honestly, you're right. So it's no almost like Bucky was safer to- when, when he was, you know, hidden. And once yeah. he did come out, that's when Cap was like, Oh, now I need to get into. And, and, you know, the whole time he was kind of still going after him to almost like, you know, save him from Tony uh, preemptively. Um, but, you know, but again, it's like, see, but then know, today to I'm me, team cat today, next week. I might be taking okay, care, but that to me speaks yes. to his guilt. If you, if he was preemptively saving Bucky, right. mm-hmm. that to me knows he knew. And he was, knew. And, oh yeah. And that was like the thing. Remember when we were watching, when we were watching winter soldier, when you took your, your, uh, earphones out me and Hakeem were talking about the moment where he's watching that computer and he's Uh showing all the different uh yeah Yeah, that's when he learns I realized that last time I watched Winter Soldier that's when he learned that Tony killed uh that and so so here's the thing though it doesn't matter when you found out um yeah it doesn't matter to me you knew. And as soon as you knew, you should have told him. And it doesn't matter. You're right. Tony was going to go after Bucky no matter what. But that's his right. It, there's something beautiful about a true friendship. And I think you were right spot on to say they didn't trust each other, uh, trust each other. Because a true friendship is being able to tell your friend the messy truths. Yes. And then as the friend, be able to accept the consequences yes. that come with that. I agree. And to allow that space. I agree. True, true. But again, he's learning <laughs> this during Winter Soldier when the last thing Nurk Fairy tells him before he dies, don't trust anyone. So like, you know, right. he's learning this big truth. He doesn't even know who to trust with just the fact that what is happening around him. The fact that now he, he, the, it would have taken a lot of extra steps and extra kind of like, um, I think like emotional like labor that he he probably just didn't have. And, you know, uh, even though he's Steve and he's supposed to be the shining example, like he was dealing with this, this sense of but not see, being able and to Kay, trust. But Kay, that's the key. It's, it's me, me, I, I, I don't, I can't do this. I don't trust people. Mm. I don't have the bandwidth rather than this is someone I work alongside with to save the world. They've tortured over their parents' death. They have been tortured about this. And I know that, and I know the secret 
that could free them for that torture. But I'm afraid because I don't trust me. It. It's just I, me, me, me. Yeah, mm, I freedom, also, but I, also it's Tony Stark. So I also you think, know, right. I, but listen, I think with the his disillusionment, I totally understand the disillusionment compounded with Nick telling him this morning. But I feel like if we were to go back in time and Steve Rogers had somehow accidentally kissed Bucky's girlfriend, I think he would have fessed up. I think oh, that right because that, well, they're friends, right? They're actual friends. Yeah, like I feel like I feel like that version. I don't know if if he looks at. I don't know. I don't know if current Captain America, it, if Steve Rogers would recognize the Captain America he is if he looked mm-hmm. at how he treated Tony. No, exactly. To, I, exactly. No, I I, I, yeah. I agree. The the cap from the 1940s would have been like would have been what you said said to what right. you started. Why didn't you tell him? Why didn't you tell him? Yeah, where's your loyalty? Yeah, yeah. Your loyalty? You know what? My favorite line from a movie that's not even the MCU. It, it's from Closer with Natalie Portman, and she has this beautiful scene because she finds out her her husband has been cheating on her, and um, he just says, you know, there's there was never a right time to tell you, and she goes, there's a there's always a time, there's a moment, and you had yours, and whatever it was, it passed. Mm. So regardless of how he felt about Hydra, there's years passed between that and this movie, and even in this movie, you have plenty of time, mm. plenty of time to tell him before Tony has to watch his parents' death on a screen at the end of the movie. So mm. I, I can totally agree with being afraid and all that. But there's there's been plenty of moments within this two hour film for you to go. You know what? I really need to level with you for a second. I'm going to tell you something you don't like. And yeah, it's yeah. Up to you, like you're oh, yeah. I just think everyone has a moment for truth. And Cap was afraid like we all are. He's human. We're we're all afraid of the truths that the hard truths we have to tell ourselves and other people. Um, but he was wrong. Okay. And he's wrong about the accords. The accords is the biggest part. Definitely oh. wrong about that. And look online. No one agrees with me on this. I'm literally <laughs> on my own. That's fine. Fine. Uh, I would say uh, I think they're both wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, hot take. Hot take. Mostly because as I'm watching this, I was like, man, peace is hard. And I was like, everyone, you know, when you're little, you're like, I just want world peace. And I'm like, man, peace is hard because we all want different things. It all looks different. And I think neither of them were listening. I think we can all agree that like they needed oversight, but the accords wasn't the way to go. Like Captain Cap needed to speak up and like tell the truth to Tony. And I think it really needed, they needed to have like a come to Jesus moment and like sit at the table and like hash everything out and find a resolution that worked for both of them. Right. Instead of just like picking the first thing they saw, you know, looking at that mission and just going for it. Yeah. Well, you know, whenever yeah. someone's like, this is the way it's never the only way, well, you know, yeah. and, uh, but the, the issue was Lagos, right? Like this we, is true. the issue was I'm playing in the background. The issue was we lose T'Challa's father in this film mm-hmm. and that the, the country of Lagos was pissed. And if they didn't do anything, these Avengers would have been villains, not heroes. They had yeah. to do yeah. something actionary to prove to the rest of the world that they could be trusted. And that's why I like Tony Stark because I'm sorry, Tony Stark is an adult. He puts on his big boy pants and he says, sometimes we have to do things 
that we don't well, like to do. True, true. <laughs> I will say, though, he was being pushed there emotionally kind of throughout, the, you know, the previous movies. And that wonderful scene with Alf- Alfred Woodward in the yes. hallway at the elevator. Oh, she's yes. so amazing. Uh, wonderful actress. I mean, that that was the thing that put her over edge. And I feel like, again, even though, you know, Steve's point of view is also kind of me, me, me. It's Tony's point of view is also kind of me, 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 because it's like he he fuck. He screwed up with Ultron. Like he mm, told, yeah, told yeah, he he's did. like, even in that little speech, he goes, he's like, Ultron, my bad. You know, but it's like, right, right. It's like, this I'm is, me. this is, I think, I think you're, you know, the, the, um, the, the means that he's just like, uh, you know, we do need oversight. I think that is a good, valid argument, but I think it also partly is his own shame and guilt being like, oh, for yes, sure. Let's, let's yeah. do something because I know what I have done. And so I need for sure. <laughs> someone just he's, needs to put he's, barriers he's on definitely me. definitely <laughs> trying to, I think everyone is redeem himself. To absol- abs- abs- well, absolve yeah. their sins, trying to erase Z- them mm-hmm. or wash them. Like Wanda is going through guilt herself, this whole movie. And yeah. she's punishing herself by lock, like literally locking herself. They're, they're yeah. doing it too, but it's really her confining herself away from people. And she's trying to absolve her sins. So, um, Everyone is kind of, which is so funny because this is like civil war, but and they are divided, but they're all individually divided. It's not really two teams; they're all on their own like island, True. kind of like I did this and I need to fix this. And then, yeah, you know, they all have their own specific yeah reasons that they're doing this, yeah. which yeah. I think is why what makes it a great movie because everyone is coming yeah. it from their own specific specific perspective. And yeah, you know, King T'Challa. I mean, not, not T'Challa. Uh, yeah, T'Challa. What? T'Challa, yeah, his dad dies. And yeah. it becomes F y'all, F y'all. I got to kill Bucky. Like, mm-hmm. do you see, though, you see how it happens? Like, it could have been T'Challa and Tony together if we just got this Bucky information a little earlier, because that would have been fun. Because <laughs> as soon as his father dies and he thinks it's Bucky, he goes yeah. to Bucky. Like, he's like, yeah. I got to get yeah. this guy. Like, anyone would react that way. It's a normal reaction to have. Yeah. So I, I'm really not sure why, like, Tony couldn't get that information earlier. Because <laughs> it's normal. Well, you know, when you're dealing with all this stuff and you're trying to do the right things, and, but that's the one thing oh, that they didn't mean, do. Like, when you're when you're kissing the niece of your future wife <laughs> at your spoiler, I mean, I mean, the of your former flame in your previous. Well, that was flame. weird. That was weird. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I was Wasn't like, that, that weird? was weird. I was like, what? Why, yes. are we, why are we setting up Captain America to to be Peggy's to date Peggy's niece? Why are we doing whose decision? Yeah, such, such a contested <laughs> moment from this movie. Um, it was like, yeah, weird. It, 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 yeah, everyone was just like, oh, that was a little creepy. Um, yeah. Uh, should have a love. I mean, even if she wants it, it, you go no. You know, it's just weird. Like he, yeah. I not. used to love your aunt. Like she was the love of my life. What are you talking? I'm at her funeral. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, do you love her because she reminds you of her? Like, I mean, I mean, did you guys see Mayor of Easttown? I mean, people. No. Yes, I did. I, I mean, did. people, yes, people get lonely. People get lonely. Oh, yeah. There's no, 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 no. I, I mean, I'm not saying it's moment. right. I'm just saying people get lonely yeah, and they people do get lonely. Shit. You know, um, needs to get out more. Listen, I, true. <laughs> needs yeah. to widen. Black Widow widen. is right there. Black oh, Widow yeah. Can I say I just there. loved it when like in the bunker she gets she lets them go, you know, like oh, that was yeah, such yeah, a telling end. moment for Nat's character 
Um, also love the fight scene. Um, we need to talk about this. Uh, there, the event battle scene. Oh my yeah. god, I was like, yes. really great. Whoa! Better than them fighting bad guys is each other. Like it was so. <laughs> fun to see them like one work in tandem and see how like when they work together their powers can exponentially be even better but just to can like we talk about the sides because yeah. the side choices were really interesting so like oh, now with tony makes sense because nat and tony have a special relationship back from iron man too mm-hmm. um and then obviously roadie uh makes sense with tony that makes sense to me yes. vision i actually was a little shocked with him but he's a part of tony so i can see how he has a logical brain um Clint be on the opposite side for me. I know he's close with Wanda, so I get that. Like, okay, so Clint's with Wanda, he's on the opposite side. Um, and then Wanda and um, Steve are really close, Captain America. And then obviously, Bucky. you know, Bucky. And then uh, Falcon is going to be, you know, with Cap. Yeah. Who am I missing? Uh, T'Challa, Ch- Black Panther, and Spider-Man. Oh, they're the new recruits. T'Challa is like, I'll go whoever gives me Bucky. I don't really care for yeah. either of y'all. But <laughs> and then Spider-Man, obviously. And, you know. and then they, they recruited Ant-Man on Cap's side. Uh-huh. Yeah, Ant-Man on Cap's side, which I'm just like, what, how are, why? Did you, did you see you Ant-Man? Did you see Ant-Man? Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. Maybe I gotta go okay. back and rewatch well, it. There's that s- scene where Ant-Man fights uh, Falcon when he's going after gotcha, that gotcha, attack. Gotcha. So that's how they kind of were in each other's orbs. Very busy. Yeah. These yeah, are yeah. really good. These are good even side teams, but I will say, even though I am team Iron Man, I don't know how y'all thought you were going to beat Wanda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and Wanda's Captain America. Scary. And Bucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah. Uh, she could have really did them all. She didn't really need anyone's help. She no. <laughs> She's so powerful. Well, and that was the thing too. And and not only did I watch this movie, but I have the Blu-ray, so I watched the commentary <laughs> where Ooh. the writers and the directors talk about it. And um, that was one of the things they mentioned during that fight is like they're not fighting to kill because they're friends and they're you know right. they they're coworkers. So the fact that they are they are kind of pulling their punches and not using their biggest amount of uh you know uh, powers uh because they want to just you know capture not not kill yeah um except for wanda i don't know she was playing dirty the look that nat gives wanda when she like grabs her foot is like bitch what the fuck are you what are you doing (laughs) and clint's kind of like what are you she's like you're pulling your punches and he's like yo calm down like that's my friend (laughs) yeah yeah she's a new girl on the block who doesn't know yet Dude, yeah, Wanda gave no X. She said, "I don't care." <laughs> yeah. Um, but and 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 I think that also uh, was very telling in that last moment where uh, Vision, you know, he he's he has Wanda in his arms, and then he like goes to shoot uh, Falcon with his his you know Vision laser, um, and then you know Falcon Falcon rolls out of the way. He actually gets Rhodey, and then when they're yeah. back at the hospital, one of the things that Vision says was, "I was distracted." So even though he's like this logical, you know, kind of uh, non-emotional type character, he he cares for Wanda. So the fact that he had Wanda in his arms, he wasn't he wasn't totally focused on what he was doing, and that's how he accidentally got Rhodey. And that um, look on Tony's face when he's holding Rhodey, oh. that that's his best friend. That yeah. look that hurt me so much because it's like, yeah, we like whether it was accident or not. And it was an accident, but you know, perception is everything. All you know is that your best friend is on the ground and he might be dying. Yeah. Um, because some guy over there refused to even have a conversation, whatever. So Tony looks at them like 
are you kidding? Are you serious right now? Like we're doing, this is what we're doing all for you to save your best friend. Yeah. Like, so who that has, was so painful. yeah. Even though he doesn't know at that time who has a lot of blood on his hands and you yeah. know, is, yeah. uh, is, is, uh, you know, is a is guilty of many many crimes. Many um, crimes. And uh, poor Rody. Rody's the per- perfect person to get hit because we all are like, well, he really doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. How do you feel like, about that, Quincy? Because you're an, uh, oh, a Don love, Cheadle fan. Love, love Don <laughs> Cheadle. By the way, he's in Space Jam as the villain, and he's so good in it. He's oh, he's on so Space Jam. Yeah. Oh, I saw a screen. Oh, Shreddy, I saw the screening that you were supposed to oh, go you to. Did. Okay, good. Yeah, they yeah. they booked me, and then I had to come out here and i was like i'm sorry I can't go. Mm-hmm. for final draft right yeah yes. yeah it was great Good. it was wonderful great movie um i am obsessed with don Cheadle. uh yeah i don't know i was like no my <laughs> husband my um, yeah i love him he was great um it was also great to see tony get emotional like that i mean we've seen him yeah. go through you know depression and anxiety and stuff but to really and and you know Obviously, you know, he's had uh, fear and vulnerability with Pepper, um, but just to see someone else that he loves and cares about because there's so few little that he like trusts and considers a friend was a really great moment. Um, Yeah, part of the reason I love this movie and this is like my new favorite movie was just the emotional arc and storytelling of this. It just like everyone has dirt on them. People are really hurting each other. You know, that comment Tony makes to Nat, like, oh, you're a double agent. Like you could see really hurt her. Yeah. Um, and it's just a bunch of friends fighting and you're like, stop fighting. But like, wait, I have fighting. a question for you both. Who do you think Thor? I mean, who do you what side do you think Thor and Hulk would have taken if oh. they had been there? Um, I think I, I, I always think about that. I'm like, if those two were there, this whole thing is obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> if Thor would have ended this. And and Hulk would have, I have an idea that Thor mm. would definitely actually be on Tony's side. I really feel like he would have. Hmm. But Hulk, but Hulk wouldn't have, or at least really? Banner wouldn't have. Yeah, I think Banner would have understood, especially what happened in the Age of Ultron, that they couldn't afford to give up the fact that they can that they should be able to go to situations where they needed to be. I think Banner has that side of him where he is practical and scientific like Tony, but he also understands that we have to have these boundless options because that's how we save the world. And I ah. actually feel like Thor, someone who has seen worlds kind of crumble with, with power getting in control would have been like, no, we need to be. Yeah. In a little I bit. think I agree with you. I think I would agree with you also mostly because then with Nat and him being on opposing teams would have been very, it would have been, yeah, would have been to great. See how that goes down. But I agree with your, with uh, your reasoning because yeah, with Thor, just be, him being a god, him being a king of things and understanding how, you know, Loki is essentially, you know, if you put it in a different perspective, Loki is the Avengers in the way, in the sense that he goes about creating chaos and destruction, right. you know, mm-hmm. and for Hulk. Yeah, I agree, because I think he's been the most like in bureaucratic blah, blah, blah. And no one even takes the time to like understand who he is or what's happening to him. They yeah. just see yeah. put it away, put it away. He put constantly has the government after him. Yeah. You know, so mm. he gets it like, yeah. What about he's destroyed you? plenty of cities? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I wasn't not so sure about Thor. I don't really know, but I actually thought Bruce would be on Tony's side because mm. he would have, I mean, he would have, 
been kind of been like, you're right, Tony, like Ultron, you really screwed that up. So having you having this oversight over people like you and us is, is, you know, is the right move. Um, so I do, I do understand, I do understand your point about how, like, you know, with, especially with his, um, his relationship with the, the general, uh, general Ross, yeah. like general yeah. Ross is definitely, you know, head of the Sokovia court. So that I think maybe for that specific reason, maybe he would have been on cap side. Cause he don't like Ross yeah. and Ross has mm-hmm. always no. been, mm-hmm. you know, after his ass. Um, and before Nat found him, he was always in hiding. He was always right. hidden somewhere. He wouldn't, I don't think he would ever want to give that up. Like he, mm-hmm. the accords is essentially a tracking yeah, yeah. Agreement. Like, yeah, kind of like you are at all times. Yeah, a registry. It looks like yeah, you have exactly. to be, be out in the open now. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess so. Yes, I agree then. Because, but, <laughs> but specifically because of the Ross thing, I think, I think, right. uh, like, uh, uh, theoretically and conceptually, he's on board with the idea of the Accords. But the fact that, right. and this is, you know, kind of caps uh you know justification of like whoever everyone has their own agendas the fact that yeah. ross is the head of the accords and presenting the accords to them he would not be on board with ross's agenda um right. because of their bad blood um yeah yeah yeah, yeah. interesting thing well and and also the one funny thing is like you also have ant-man and spider-man who don't even have real much like of a, that's what i you know, was thinking yeah. too was like they just got recruited they, were they like, just got okay. recruited and they're like showing up and like so they don't really have any like uh you know logical or conceptual uh like uh, meat in it it's a it's a great example of how perception is everything and like there's your side my side and the truth because ant-man just knows what he knows and and peter says this he's like he, captain says you know what are you doing this kid you're you think you're right and you're wrong that's just one side of the story yeah. i will admit that tony did not give him the full context of what was happening to let yeah, him yeah. decide what side he should be on he was just like i'm recruiting you you're gonna be on my side and the kid is just following orders so yeah yeah yeah. and he didn't really need it because he's like you know iron man wants me to be on his side sure of course you know he's iron man yeah 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 Um, it's it's interesting because then tony is doing to spider-man what essentially the cords would be doing to the avengers which mm, is giving giving them them one half of the story yeah yeah, to get their mission done because that's what yeah yeah, right because then i'm like if Spider-Man had the entire story. Whose side yeah. would he go on? What do you pick? Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, you know, and then, and, you know, just to point out, you know, this is the introduction of Spider-Man. He does come back in later movies. Same with uh, T'Challa, Black Panthers, the introduction of him. Um, Did anyone so- cry when Chadwick takes his mask off? Oh, I know I mean, it's hard to rewatch. It's definitely hard to rewatch because yeah. it doesn't feel real. I'm like, that is Black Panther, but he's not here yeah. anymore with us. So I don't, um, they're already in production for Black Panther 2. And, you know, um, they wrote a really nice note kind on the, the, yeah, the, the page, the Twitter page that said, we're going to, he's going to be so proud. And I'm just like, I'm really interested to see how they are going to carry this forward. Yeah. 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 Did they um, shoot, had they already started shooting while he was in while he was still alive or okay no, no they were in hoping. prep they were in prep but i i you know it's it's traditional in the legend of, of wakanda that yeah the leader will die and then a new one will take form so it, it will fit narratively mm-hmm. like it will fit narratively i just don't know how um gosh that's a lot of pressure to be the person that has to step in as black panther True. True. Yeah. like you just already know the world is not on your side because they Chadwick is so beloved. Yeah. And I, but I hope people embrace whoever that is with open arms. Do you arms. think they'll, they'll, they'll take it and like completely flip it and have like 
I don't know the lore behind Black Panther, but have like a woman. I mean, Shuri oh. is yeah, technically sister. the next in line. That would be dope. You know, um, right, yeah. and she had like She's the so breakout role. I feel like of that movie because she freaking killed it. Yeah. And you see, you've I... seen Black Panther, right? Yes. Quincy. Yeah. So yeah, we're not yeah, spoiling. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I don't know if she broke out with that, but I mean, like she was just like every time you saw her on screen, yeah, yeah, so I think I told you guys this last time um, I was here that there was a really bad guy at Marvel mm-hmm. who said basically right. women can't be superheroes. Black people don't sell all that. And when he got let go, um, you know, a deal, a multimillion dollar deal to basically leave. Um, th- then we started getting um, all mm-hmm. these movies, Captain Marvel and now Black Widow. So to say if you would have asked me. 10 years ago, oh, sure, sure, it will Shuri take over? I would say, no, we can't because this guy is in place and he said women can't be super. I do think it's possible now that that bad seed is away, that that is a, a lane that we could go down. She mm-hmm. is quite young in, yeah. in the canon. Um, so a part of me feels like it's not, it wouldn't be great if this, not that young women can't do that, but um, I don't know. I just feel like she is quite young in the sense that that's a lot of pressure and to be the queen now and uh, and having to be Black Panther. But I, I can't wait to see what they do with it. Honestly, there are smarter yeah. people than me at Marvel who have this figured out because they're shooting, they're filming the, the mm-hmm. show, the movie. So we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a journey, I think, because yeah, uh, they're going to really they're going to be addressing it. Uh, in the movie pretty much um, and having we'll we'll pretty much get the the time to mourn Chadwick in the film because they're going to be yeah. addressing the characters passing yeah. as well or yeah. or just how he the mantle is being you know passed, passed from on John to yeah. the new person yeah. yeah um so yeah so so much so much to uh you know and then and, and yeah the fact that he gets his introduction here. Every every little scene that I saw him and I was like, God damn, God damn. Yeah. So good. Oh, I know. So it's good. so unbelievable. And even so just good. that very last scene where, where the, he's with Zemo and then like he, you know, he's just like, you know, vengeance has consumed you, not not me anymore. Like, uh, just like, oh, so good. That's so such good. a great monologue. It's so, it's so poignant. He delivers it so well and, and he can see it's, con- I love it though, because instead of going to stop the fight, he's like, I'm out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, he just like, he, like he sees what's happening. He's just like, yeah. and he goes I'm after my, Zemo. Like, you guys are wildin' over here. Like, yeah. I'm mad, but this is crazy. And he yeah. he's like, this is not about me. Oh, man. Yeah. And yeah. like, and almost the most kind of like mature perspective. <laughs> you it's, know? it's hilarious to me. Every time I think about it, it's like, he could stop the fight technically by being <laughs> like relating to Tony, like, hey, I thought he, like, technically, I thought he was responsible for my father's death, but he wasn't. So, like, you got to release yourself. And he's like, nah, you guys can figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm leave. <laughs> I'm just gone. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, my, my own business was a person. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, like we said, overall, a huge, huge movie. So much happens in it. Um, and, uh, you know, in, even through the after credits, did you watch the after credits, Quincy? Yes. Oh, my yes. God. Yes. 
I Great. almost yep. forgot because I was like, wow, that was such a long movie. It was so epic. I was like, oh, wait, no, epic uh, movie credits. And there was two. There were two. Yes, we had, um, you know, uh, Bucky backing Wakanda and they're putting him back on ice. Uh, so they're going to try to help him out. Um, and then, which, you know, such a great That's up full circle the- movement because, you know, he was he was pretty much after him the whole time during the movie. Um, and then you have Spider-Man backing uh back in Queens, uh, talking to, um, Marissa Tomei, uh, Aunt May, um, who, you know, is the first time that Aunt May is, isn't played kind of by like an elderly woman and all the mm-hmm. other previous, um, Spider-Man movies, she's always been kind of like almost grandma ish. Um, yeah. so right. yeah, the fact that she's kind of more, uh, middle-aged is kind of a, a new spin, uh, a new, uh, take, p- yeah, take on the character or, or at least, uh, uh, in the movies, um, they call her the hot aunt, and she yeah. is. Mr. Tomei is so Mr. Hot, Tomei so. is is amazing. I mean, my cousin Vinny was one of my favorite movies because of her. Um, well, there's actually a fun fun fact. There's this movie called Only You, which is which is a Marissa Tomei and Robert Downey Jr. rom com. I know this movie. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I know this movie. Yeah, it's in Italy and it's super funny and romantic. Um, and that's what I always think of when I see their first intro together where they're sitting on the couch i'm just like only you uh, yeah uh, reunion. <laughs> reunion. Wait, speaking of reunions i just found out uh i forget his name first avengers no first iron man director um john favreau. Oh, john favreau he was he wrote and directed a movie i think in like 2016 or 14 called the chef and he plays the chef person yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it pretty yeah. much has like seven people from the it's like scarlett johansson tony stark to uh, the 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 Latinx guy from Ant Man, one oh, of um, oh okay Pena. no his name is Michael Pena and mm-hmm. he is the most underused actor yeah. of our generation. He is I, this is a Michael Pena stan account right here. I love him. He's so underused. I I, I like his role in Ant Man, but he can he should be a superhero. Yeah, because I just I get so <laughs> give Michael mad Pena powers. Yeah, <laughs> give Michael Pena powers because he is just I love him so dearly. Oh my gosh, he's my favorite person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you saw Chef recently? Is that- I didn't see. I just it popped up and I was like, wait a minute. And then it was just all like people from the MCU yeah. in this role, and I was like, man, we don't yeah, give yeah. John Favreau enough credit for the work he does in the MCU. Yeah. He directed the Iron Man. He also produces. He, I think because we all think of him as, oh, he used to do uh, work with, um, what's the other actor's name? Vince Vaughn. We just know Vince Vaughn. Like, oh, he's Vince Vaughn's wingman. So no, money. This he's man so is money. so smart. He curates stories. Mm-hmm. And then he also does the Mandalorian. And you're like, yeah. 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 Dude, and he's dude. funny. Yeah. So funny. I, yeah. I told this story um, the first time when we did Iron Man, but I have a special, uh, a relationship with John Favreau because he's in uh, one of his first roles was in Rudy and that's my dad's yeah. favorite movie. And so that's oh. kind of where I've seen him or was originally like introduced to him. So yeah. <laughs> and my dad lo- like loves Rudy. Like if you haven't watched um, couples retreat, please watch. Oh he's yeah. So good. Love couples so retreat funny. too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, so I think that wraps it up for our the Marvel portion of our uh, podcast for today. So we're going to transition into our stretch and share. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I forget who did it last time. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the stretch this time. Let's go ahead and just do some like 
some wrist rolls. Like if you've been typing a lot this week, uh, stretch out your fingers, your fingers, your fingies. Your fingies. Um, and yeah. And uh, Quincy, you want to start with your yes. share? My share is very basic. I went to Yosemite for my birthday and I Ooh. got a tan. Yay. It was very hot up there, um, but we were by a river or a lake and it was very refreshing. And we had like these panoramic views and Shardy, I didn't die. Um, but <laughs> if I, if something were to happen, it would have been bad because I had no reception. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anything you want to share Shardy? I watched Black Widow last night and um, it's, it's fabulous, but I also want to say I am now officially team put the movie in theater and put it on the app because there actually isn't a movie theater on this Island because oh. it got devastated by, um, by COVID. So when I was making plans to go see Black Widow and they told me it was in the theater, I was like, Oh, how am I going to watch it? Oh my gosh, I can pay for it on Disney plus. So I am officially team and it was, you know, I was in my, in my apartment and I got to watch it at night and then I got to pause it cause I fell asleep and I got to go back and rewatch it. So I am now officially team. I love movie theaters. They're great, but give people options. Yeah. Accessibility is key. It's key. And yeah, putting the subtitles on, that was the biggest deal. Like <laughs> I was like, Oh, subtitles. I don't have to like wait for a special screening. That's at four o'clock. That's yeah. never. Available, I, lo- I so. watch movies with subtitles. Uh, and I try to put them. Do you K? Um, sometimes I will usually watch something without subtitles the first time, but if I rewatch oh, it, I will put subtitles, uh, yeah, on rewatches. My um, only thing with subtitles is sometimes it pooches the joke because I'm true, a really true. fast yeah. reader and I'll read the joke before it happens on screen. True. Yeah. True. yeah. Um, I'm a scare. I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also watched Black Widow. For those of you listening, uh, we're currently in a timeline where Black Widow has just been released this past Friday. And uh, and actually, Loki, the season finale, will be coming up on this uh, Wednesday. Um, so that's where we are at. Uh, I also watched it. Um, but my personal share is that I've been trying to meditate more, which is using the Headspace app. Um, mm-hmm. So, but I found that. Um, I'm still trying, I'm still falling asleep a couple times. Like uh, usually <laughs> I try to do it. Like I'm starting to try to do it twice a day when I do it in the morning, I'm, I'm good. But when I do it later in the afternoon, I sometimes still fall asleep. So I need to work on that. Um, and I also found that like my breath is like really, really bad after I do it the second time in the day. So I've been brushing my teeth more. <laughs> so I need more toothpaste. Um, Cause yeah, after, after I, I wake up or I open my eyes after the second time, I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my, my mouth tastes yucky. Um, so yeah, so that's my, sh- my share. And that wraps our stretch and chair for this podcast, for today's episode. Um, but now we're going to go ahead and transition into our makeup portion, yes. um, which is another, uh, switch them up for this week. Um, and bec- in honor of black widow coming out, we're going to, to go ahead and take a look at some of her former looks um, yes. and just talk about them, discuss. Um, yeah. and, and also maybe even discuss what I did to myself. Um, I did put on a lot of blue on my eyeshadow for to um, <laughs> represent Teen Cap. Uh, yes. When I went out to <laughs> when I went out to my husband, I was just like, how do I look? He was like, the, the eyeshadow looks a little odd. <laughs> 
And I was like, okay, okay. What does um, he know? <laughs> so I mean, I mean, honestly, I'll take any opinion because I'm I'm just playing as of now. I'm just trying it out, seeing what's happened. Yeah, any any while well, I set up the the pictures, any hot takes or any opinions on on the my my eyeshadow or anything else that I did? I feel like it's great, Kay. Um, I think you could blend your your uh, the eyeshadow application here. It looks like you did a little bit of a darker blend here, but if you could just blend the bright blue um, okay. and make sure it's like evened out because it feels like there's a very harsh line. Harsh um, line. There is... Um, uh, you can do like a graphic eyeliner or if you choose to make that like a, 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 a look, uh, that's great. But I don't think <laughs> unless that's what you want. Was that a look you were going for? <laughs> I, honestly, the look I was going for was I'm putting eyeshadow on. Great. And you did it. <laughs> and A plus. Um, uh, well, I think I, the reason. Oh, go ahead. I, I will say um, that I will say that I um, I forgot to put the primer on. Uh -huh. first did you notice a difference i did so i kind of yeah. put it on i put on one of the colors and then i put it on after and i was like oh that was a bad idea because uh -huh. then it kind of just mm -hmm. it made like this bottom part like not nothing was sticking yeah. to the bottom part yeah. so and i also wasn't i forgot that i was supposed to use different brushes, brushes. for the different colors uh-huh so and i kind of just bled. ended up used yeah the same yeah. And so, and so I use kind of like the middle lighter color first, because you're supposed uh -huh. to use a second color first, yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. And I did, and I did kind of the whole thing. Uh-huh. And then I used the lighter color mainly on the inside. Great. And then I used the darker color. Great. And, and I since, think since the since the darker, since closer to the eyelid, the the lashes, that stuff wasn't sticking. I put the darkest one on like that's part the yeah. most and even though and i know i was supposed to use the extra brush the black brush to diffuse uh -huh. but that was just me going like this and being like mm, we'll yeah we should do a, a buff we should do a blending demo uh i think you okay. need to blend in between more um okay and, uh, and then with uh, uh being odd i think uh with you, what your husband was saying i just think it's two very intense um contrasting colors so your your mm. eye is fighting to pick what to focus on is it like oh, the okay. eyes and the red and i think because they're so contrasty it's hard to figure out like oh what is she trying to accentuate so then it looks like you're trying to accentuate everything versus like maybe if you had gone with a like deeper blue and like a, like a pinky or you could have even just kept the pink blue and then gone with like a pinkier lip Oh, been okay. nice. yeah. So it's not fighting for attention. Oh, you want okay. the colors to complement. So but maybe if, that, I, if yeah. I had used like a lighter, like more natural lip, the blue mm -hmm. would look more not as it wouldn't. Highlighted. It wouldn't look as harsh because right now the, okay. the, 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 contrast, the contrast. I yes. see. Be oh, very careful okay. with blue and reds because it yes. can come off a little costumey. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Clown costumey. I, I did say, yeah, I did say, I'm like, I look like uh, Mimi from the Drew Carey show. You uh, guys remember? Oh my God. <laughs> That's horrible to say about yourself. But I, can I also say, I do love a, a deep blue glittery eyeshadow. I don't like a flat blue, but I like a, eyeshadow, a, a blue eyeshadow. that's dark blue and it has a little glitter in it to wear at night 
for a night out because mm-hmm. I like to swipe it across my eyes and, and, and line my eyes. And it really does make it pop. And I do go nude lip gloss because it is such a bright bold thing. color. Yeah. And it's if you wanted to color. do like a bold and bold, you just have to also then make it complimentary, right? Like if I'm going to do like a full beat, that's like, I don't know, like jewel tones, everything. Like I'm going to do a, a, a magenta and an emerald, like though the two, the green and the magenta have to complement each other so that everything looks like a, like a, a palette, right? Like, you know mm-hmm. how in the eyeshadow, there's like the palette goes in different gradients. Yeah. They all kind of look nice together. Right. And, and then that goes with your outfit too. Um, if you're wearing like mm-hmm. orange and then this is like blue and then let's say your hair is red, like you just have to make sure everything kind of has a look and feel to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, there are three different blues here. Yeah. So, but maybe, maybe when I am doing such a bold color, I would just use one, just use one color. It's not the the number of colors. It's the tone of the colors along with everything else. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, it's I the mean, whole pick, the whole effect it's having. I mean, if I, if I were to work, we're experimenting her. Yeah. Let's do that. Shade, have you been, have you been? Yeah. Like it just like brings it down a little bit. Okay. Okay. Hmm. But still maybe <laughs> diffuse. So it's yeah, more blended. It's very blue. It's very, I don't know. <laughs> it's very blue. It's very yeah, blue. Yeah. Shardy, yeah. <laughs> have you been doing false eyelashes at all? I tried uh, once when we were going to Vegas. Uh-huh. Um, it's just the, the extra time it, it adds. It's not a lot, but it's just more so I keep forgetting to do it. So mm. I'm the same <laughs> I brought way. I them with me to Vegas, but I just never put them on. Yeah, it's always <laughs> funny when you like learn a new makeup trick and you're so, once you get into a rhythm of something, it's like everything else is fast. And then the new thing, you're like, I can do this in five minutes. And then you're sitting there yeah. and it's taking more time. I tried to, I'm trying to do individual false eyelashes now. Mm. Ooh, it's like, it takes forever because my friend did it and it looks really, natural um yeah was the funny thing about being on this island is i packed all this makeup think i don't know what i was thinking thinking i would wear makeup because i would see people and all these hair products and i was like oh you know it's a lot of pressure being you know black in spaces where you just feel like you have to look a certain way all the time Mm -hmm. then i got here and i realized no one wears makeup no and like everyone looks gorgeous (laughs) like yeah i'm like no one wears makeup (laughs) Yeah. And it rains every 10 minutes. So like, wh- why'd you even bring this curler? Like you just have to let your natural hair do its natural thing. And yeah. So well, it's been r- really nice. Yeah. All right. So what I'm going to do now is share my screen so we can see Pull the pictures. Up. So we are looking Ooh. at Bull, uh, Natasha. Natasha from Iron Man 2. Yes. Um, yes. She has more of a burgundy red color. Um, to me, what I see is she, you know, if we're comparing her to the other images, her eyebrows have definitely been filled in or maybe mm-hmm. dyed a darker color. And yeah, uh, Sharday, mm-hmm. chime in if I miss anything. And I feel like... Um, you know, she has got a hint skin. of eyeliner, top, top okay. eyeliner. Yeah, yeah, she's lined her line. Um, and I think they even highlighted her water, her, her waterline, which is the under eye here. You can see the white. And then mm-hmm. they went over and gave her, you know, an unlined her um, bottom eye. Um, they've definitely given her some mascara. Um, Ooh. Ooh, going back. 
And let's see. This is a lovely look. It's it's a rosy cheek. It's a very uh-huh. subtle uh, palette. I do. Um, the lip is is colored, and it's it's lovely. It's a lovely yeah, color. It's a love like coral color. It's a yeah yeah. yeah and then this see, and then that was the thing too, Kay. Like this looks very natural. Like even with her lips, but like they've filled and colored it, so there's you know color and dimension to her face. Yeah, I think she yeah. even has like a little bit of highlighter on her brow bone. Um, which yeah. is the area right under your eyebrow, um, that bone. And then even on her lids, I feel like they've given her um, some highlighters. So like her eyes pop even more. Yeah. yeah I'm okay. seeing the eyes are very, I'm like she has a beautiful eye color. I yeah. think it's green, but yeah. it's gorgeous. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely different. It, it definitely highlights the greenness in her, in her eyes. And, and this is very, so this is where she steps into the ring in Iron Man two um, after right. when she first kind of like is, is introduced to Tony and, and, and Pepper and, uh, and uh, John Favreau's character happy. Um, so I, I really like how, you know, she's obviously she's blending in. She's, you know, workplace type look, um, but you can also it's a tell. very um, conventionally beautiful look, yeah. I would say. Like, uh, you know, we're, we're uh, she's not taking any big risks. Everything is very like neutral. And but it's also a very seductive, young um, yes. girl kind mm-hmm. of look. Not, not young as in child, but young as in just like new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fresh face. It's yeah. Fresh face. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. And that. she is she is the fresh face in this movie in Iron Man 2. She is. Um, so going down to the next side, this is from Civil War. Um, I thought this was. Oh, oh, interesting. I, I thought this look. was interesting because she, in this part of the movie, they're in the car. This is after they just left the Apple store. So they're kind of undercover. So she does. I feel like she does look a little bit more uh, like plain or just like not. It almost looks Wait, like a if, no makeup. Is it is it Civil War? Because isn't this. Oh, I mean, uh, number two Winter Soldier. This yeah. is Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Shardy, I think this is also her best look. I, I oh, really? love this look. Yeah, she has her hair so straightened. Um, and a little some, bot, a straight a line. Yeah, and it's it not curled. It's straight, and she has more of this like reddish, like more of a true redhead uh, tone to her. I don't know. I think it's just very sexy. I don't know what she about also it. Has it's a little bit of a tan too. She she's got a little bit of darkness to her, whether it's a bronzer or a slight tan, but she's got more color to her olive tone skin in this. Yeah, um, and Agreed. she just looks healthier. And more comfortable in her um, winter soldier look. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, again, she has her eyes lined. It's a very natural look. Um, I'm sure she has some kind of foundation on. Um, it's very light. Um, I think because of the warmth in her skin, they haven't, they're not putting as much like blush on. And I feel like with her lip, mm. it looks mostly like it's a gloss and not, or like maybe a lip stain. Um, and her eyes, eyebrows, you can tell aren't nearly as dark, but again, they've been right. either dyed or filled to match her current and hair. Do you color. think she has eyeshadow on? Is that one color? It's that multiple colors you think? I mean, I feel like with makeup, they're going to, I did a shoot where the look was like no makeup look and they still put makeup on. I don't think it's just going to be one, like whatever they, and and it's Scarlett Johansson in a Marvel movie. Like she's going to look amazing. So I don't think it's just like one product. I think it's probably like 
a, two or a, still three. a blend, a blend, still colors. a blend to, to bring this out. Yeah. Cause I okay. think there's definitely some eyeshadow there. It's yeah. very subtle, but it, it's definitely, and you know, it's subtle in the sense of they probably put a ton of makeup on her to make her look subtle yeah. because that's the point of makeup. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Do they yeah. have a very specific look? Yeah. I did a um, thing on Georgia Smith where I was like, I want to recreate that look. And it looks like she's not wearing anything, but she has like, 12 products on her face to create that yeah. real like dewy nude look so wow. it's an illusion great look and great look this hair was everything same same <laughs> i loved her hair in this yeah cool cool and this is the last look very night look this is age of ultron at the party post mm-hmm. uh i'm getting the, the spear back um and yeah and and i think this is the most kind of like you know made up We've seen her because, you know, she's at a party. She's uh, having a nightlife. Um, you know what's is- interesting about Natasha? You, you, we just saw three different looks of her. They're all her, but they're all not her. In the sense that she's been doing undercover work for so long, she's going to give you what she needs to be when she needs to be it. But mm-hmm. they're still all her. I still think this is the closest to a Natasha that we get. She's sophisticated. Yeah. And she is very smart and intelligent. If people would just give her a chance, she is very. she probably is the smartest one in that room outside, you know really yeah. the smartest one out of the room out, outside of Tony and Banner. And this is when she's flirting with Banner at the bar. And she, right. she's so womanly in this. She it's way, it's a world different from the first time in Iron Man two, where we're kind of giving her a male gaze, honestly, we're like, Oh, she's so young and poutied and her hair is curled. This is a woman. Mm-hmm. Game. This is a strong, powerful look. This is, I have business to do to attend to. So either you're coming home with me tonight or I got a paper due in the morning, <laughs> but I, we're here. I yeah. love this look. Yeah, yeah. They she definitely has a darker eyeshadow because uh, it's an event and it's nighttime. So when we go out at night, we're gonna put on darker makeup. She has a full lip. Um, I feel like she has some like not bronzer, but she has some like uh blush up here that's a little bit darker. Um closer mm-hmm. to the eyes. Uh no, you can kind of see it here, like up on her cheekbones right here. She has some oh, okay. color up yeah. here. Um, it's, if you compare it to the first photo we're looking at, uh, I think the focus has been in the first one, you see the, the emphasis is, I feel like making her face look round to give her that right, youthful, right. uh, girl next door pouty uh, look. I love the, that word. More, more here. Pouty. Yeah. It's round. Everything is rounder. Cause she's like the new assistant that comes in. And then in the third one, everything's a little bit more angular. Higher. And I think the, the, the contouring that they did on her skin was to bring out, um, the shape of her face more to give her that like womanly look cool. you know even yeah. the way her hair is framed it's a little it's still soft but like angled to style yeah for, to bring out the cheekbones and like you know her her nose and her eyes um, yeah, when i saw this i was like oh this out of all three looks i was like this is the one i i can see for me i would be like oh she has makeup on yeah Whereas the other two yeah. Well, the 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 the, Ameri- the Winter Soldier one, like yeah. I would have been, I if uh, I would probably have been. Does she have makeup on? And then yeah. the first one, like, oh, she definitely has like lip gloss on. Yeah. So like she, and you'll notice, Kate, too, like the emphasis in this is her lips. So everything mm-hmm. else is kind of neutral and like it's still there, but like everything is there to make sure that you're focusing on her lips. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and this actually is really great for learning because I feel like, yeah, I'm still learning. Obviously, I'm still learning. <laughs> um, so I, I feel like uh, knowing 
how uh, to look at something and be like, oh, this is actually what's happening is mm-hmm. a good way to like uh, use as an example moving forward. Yeah. Um, cool. Can I have cool. my, can I tell you guys my thematic tie in? Oh yes, please do. Please do. Um, we looked at the many faces of Natasha, just like how Captain America three showed us the many faces of peace. <laughs> Many faces of peace. I like it. Um, and then so um, later on, when you guys continue through phase four, go back and look at her look in Black Widow because it's a completely different look. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that actually might be the truest makeup wise form of who Natasha is. You know what yeah. was interesting? I've seen the posters because I'm not allowed to watch anything new because we're watching in order, but I've seen the posters and she's an all white. And I thought, you know, mm-hmm. that was very interesting too because so far she's mostly in black and then this one party scene she's in white right but like everything is very black and um like i'm not you know covert up i'm in the shadows yeah yeah Yeah. well and and i thought it was interesting we were looking at natasha's looks this week in regards to civil war because um she's someone who's been a character very much there from the very beginning of mcu so she's had the opportunity to see kind of everyone's different perspectives um as the movies have gone through so um the fact that we're looking at her different looks and she's gotten the perspectives of, of all the different characters as she's traveled through yeah. the mcu um i thought was a interesting that, thematic note, tie-in. that you said about like she because she's a you know an assassin and like i just love that note about how that's why she looks so different in every uh yeah movie. she's gonna give you like when she first meets tony we don't know she's black widow he's tony likes young co-ed women we saw that in the first iron man he he likes young women so that's the look she was gonna get right um and then when she's with cap and winter soldier she's a little more she's a little more like hanging out with a friend i think she's like tomboyish like yeah a little more tomboyish she actually feels like a kindred spirit not not romantic it's plutonic but they actually have like this rapport together they they can she can relax a little bit and then when we finally see her with Bruce, she likes him. So it is a yeah. little bit more gussied and, you know, but at the same time, I think um, what people need to understand, especially when it comes to women, we can be all of those things. We're still us, but yeah, we're yeah, going to give yeah. you different things depending on who you are. So. Mm-hmm. 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 True. True. And I feel like that's a good note to uh, end on. Yes. Well, yeah. thank you so much for joining us again, Sharday. We so appreciate you coming back. Um, and thanks uh, to everyone else. That's all the time we have for today. Um, thank you for listening and or watching. And if you'd like to reach out to us and find out more about Marvel and Makeup, you can follow us on all social media at Marvel Makeup, or you can email us at MarvelMakeuppod at gmail.com. And uh, please give us five stars. So that, ooh, I skipped. Okay, wow. Oh, uh, yeah, rate and I? review. I did. Rate and review and subscribe on wherever you find your podcasts. And please give us five stars so that our Asian moms stop telling us to wear makeup or not to wear makeup. <laughs> the two options. That's pretty, you know, pretty nice just like my body, my choice, mom, you know? Oh, okay. I get it. I get it yeah. now. I get it now. Because sometimes my mom's like, you need, you look too much like a tomboy. I'm like, leave me alone. Then I wear makeup. And then she's like, you have too much makeup on. And I'm like, which uh, is it, mom? Yes. Yes. It's, it's always, it's always the thing that you're not. They're like, mm-hmm. be the thing you're not. It's like, mm-hmm. ah, mm-hmm. I was that thing yesterday. 
um, yeah. Uh, and and Sade, um, anything you would like to plug or let yeah. us know where um, people you, can you might want you. us to reach out to you. You can find me on Twitter at I am Sharday Sellers. And that's it. That's all you need to know. Great, great. <laughs> well, thank you again, everyone. We'll catch you next time on Marvel and Makeup. Makeup. Bye. Bye. Marvel Makeup is hosted and produced by Quincy Cho and Kay Kanapu. Quincy is an actor-writer based in Los Angeles, California. Kay is a writer-performer for Filipino AF and an alum of the CBS Diversity Sketch Showcase. You can follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Quincy Dinosaur and at Kay Kanapu. The music for Marvel Makeup was composed by Clarence Yap and our artwork was designed by Patty Lynn. You can find them on Instagram at Clarence underscore Yap and at PattyLynn.jpg. See our show notes for even more info. Marvel Makeup is also a member of the Potluck Podcast Collective, a network of Asian American hosted podcasts. Please check out our fellow Potluck pods by going to the website, podcastpotluck.com. But we're still here and we're going strong. It's an exciting time in Asian America. There are more movies, TV shows, books, and music reflecting us than ever. But all of these represent just a small slice of Asian American culture and experiences. So what do we do? Tell more slices. Asian Americana is a show that explores these slices of distinctly Asian American culture and history. We've talked about how Chinese Americans built California's Sacramento Delta, the art scene turns gallery institution giant robot, a play that explores the lost Cambodian pop music of the 60s and 70s, and, of course, Boba, just to name a few stories. You can find Asian Americana at asianamericana.com or on your podcast app. Spider-Man, right? I'm, uh-huh. I'm maybe dating myself, but I've seen two other Spider-Man in my lifetime. There's yeah. Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. There's Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Now there's Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Uh, do you have like, did you have a, any type of Spider-Man that you're just like, this is my Spider-Man or, or any like, um, or any like, uh, like, like loyalty to a Spider-Man when you okay. went in the previous movies? Yeah, here's the thing. They're all the actors are fabulous. They're they're really wonderful. Um, Tom and Andrew and Toby. But as you know, a millennial baby, Toby McGuire's Spider-Man is just it for me because oh. you know what? Let's throw in Miles Morales as well. Miles Morales oh. is really great. True, true. I love talking Into about the Spider-Verse. Um, yeah. I think I think actually I'll take it all back. I loved seeing Miles Morales as Spider-Man. It was the first time I got to see someone that looked like me and in the Spider-Man costume. And I was, I related to it so much. Not, I've never been to New York and never lived in New York, but just the, his parents. Um, and how mm. poignant is was his dad is a cop now. It's just like makes crazy. So I am going to wash all of the other Toms away. So, I mean, all the Spider-Mans away and say Miles Morales to me, um, gosh, that was such a good movie. And I saw that in theaters and I was generally shocked. I really Same. like his, and, you know, and there's it, it, as you go through the Marvel, Quincy, you'll know um, there are many universes in Marvel. So these are all technically Spider-Man on different universes, all yeah. of them. So there is a place where Toby is still doing his thing and a place where Andrew is still doing his thing. I will say Spider-Man 2 with Toby is the best Spider-Man movie we'll ever have. Oh, with Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Honestly, man. it's the best. I still... 
I cried watching that scene with uh, Doc Ock at the end being like, listen to me now, Alfred Molina. I was no, just like, that, Alfred Molina? that soundtrack. I'm so high. I can feel here. <laughs> that has the best soundtrack. Are you guys kidding me? Creed? Like, <laughs> Spider-Man 2 is the best. You guys so, have such good memories. I cannot right remember Spider-Man 2 I'm at all. I'm so high. I can feel heaven. Like, that is just over heaven. Sorry, I can go forever. That's the funniest thing to me. Like, uh, that, that song is. That's great. That's great. Okay. I think we got, I think we got our after credit. Okay. <laughs> just me singing Creed. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. So dang good. Oh.